There was a firefight! fantastic uh we, we got a new voice on the cast today it's my my good <clears throat> buddy my my bro from another mo uh, <laughs> yep. my adopted 47 year old child yep. you claimed me on on your taxes once i, I tried what it, oh right on. It, it didn't do anything because i don't own oh. a house right jason on. weathington is joining us today he's a hello jason good, hello good buddy of mine you can call me jay jay uh <clears throat> he's a good all buddy right. of mine uh we did magic together wrote a book and all that jazz so he's yeah. staying with me Hope everyone's being safe throughout this yeah, uh, there's national crisis. Yeah, there's quite a lot going on uh, wow. in the world with this uh, coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, yeah, uh, pandemic, which is kind of serious right now. We're uh, yeah. we've all been staying at home for the last. I don't know. I've been I've been at home nearly two weeks now. Uh, I've been out of work <clears throat> since last Tuesday. It was my last gig last Tuesday. Yeah. So it's been a week, and then it's going to keep. You only got in that. Uh, I got last one right before they shut it yeah, down. Yeah, right? yeah. I did a Monday and a Tuesday, and then bam, Wednesday they shut it yeah. down. Yeah. I went I back just to work to like Friday of last week, and then during the middle of the shift, the governor was like, nah. Yep. Halt yeah. everything dying in. So we shut the place up right there within two hours, and I went home. Yeah, because your place, yeah. I mean, you could do to goes, but. Is yeah, it really I don't know worth if, they're, it? if they're doing that. I don't right think now, they are. That's all back of house anyway. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, do you, this is a great <clears> time. I mean,. Everyone's sitting at home, and I mean, they're binge watching. It's a great time for things. It's not a great time. Yeah, it's not a great time. But <laughs> if if you've ever wanted to sit at home and just watch movies all day, this is a pretty good oh, time yeah. to do so. Uh, yeah. Introverts you, have been training for this for quite a while. Uh, Jason, yeah, Jay is an introvert and he, hardcore. He watches introvert. me pace around the house because I am not an introvert. <laughs> whatsoever. digital nomad. Like uh, this is the perfect. <laughs> I'm like, I've been doing this for 15 years. What are you? T- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so everybody worried about. Also, the uh, the toilet paper panic buying situation is weird, and everyone's like, "Well, what do you do?" And I was like, "If I run out of TP, I just time my dumps at the right time in the morning, get in the shower. It's like a bidet. Yeah. Also, bidets are becoming more of a thing. Now, yeah, too, no, they're all sold out now. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, who What's thought? What's going on? Should the bidet inv- industry is like woohoo. Should have invested in Charmin and the German bidet company. Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory for you. The bidet <laughs> yeah. industry. Big toilet paper out here. <laughs> so <laughs> turning the fucking tables. Fish, what uh, did you did you watch anything recently? Uh, Cuz yeah. I mean, we've been off, so I mean, what, you know, what have you been digging into? I have been uh well, I'm finishing up Hunters. I know you binged it like yeah. right, right the way through. Um but I uh <clears throat> I've also been like playing a lot of video games. I got a PS One Classic, so I've been uh, diving into Metal Gear Solid again. Oh first wow! Time. The original. Oh, that's a great game. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? It's it totally. Fun. I downloaded it's a lot harder than I remember. I downloaded yeah. Vice City once for my PS Four. Awesome. Yeah, and I was like, I love this game, but I couldn't get past the graphics. I'm like, right when you go back oh, to some of these they games, look so they look so bad, cutting edge at the time. I remember being so drawn into the graphics and absolutely. You know, we'd never seen anything. It was just these. The storytelling in that game better. too was was like unbelievable. Really so so uh, that's been fun. But I watched Beautiful. Hunters. I watched the that Vice documentary, Dark Side of the Ring, about Chris Benoit, both mm-hmm. parts. 
Uh, that's a real tearjerker. Mm. Uh, I watched a movie called The Girl on the Third Floor. <clears throat> it's a horror flick with uh, Phil Brooks, CM Punk, who was also a wrestler with the WWE. It was terrible. I hated it. Um, <laughs> you might like it. I don't know. I, <laughs> it is just... Uh, you it, don't have any taste in... <laughs> I mean, I love horror flicks. I like uh, I like things that have a really, had a really great setup, but like a terrible payoff in the end okay. like for what i was like all right how are you gonna explain this and it was just like guess what ghost did it and i'm like all right well <laughs> and then of course i watch my my weekly wrestling shows nxt aew dark aew we watched uh <laughs> i've been watching movies here and there nothing too amazing but what did i oh i watched that new mark Wahlberg. Fucking Spencer movie. international yeah bad. That based on the show spencer confidential i have no idea but it was bad yeah, it looked bad. Yeah, it was pretty much just Mark Wahlberg being a Boston... Being himself. Being Mark Wahlberg. And then Say J- your mom for me. I watched 10, like, maybe 30 seconds of oh, it. Oh, it was bad. It and, well, I watched the other guys right after that, because I'm like, I need something to cleanse yeah. my Mark Wahlberg brain. <laughs> I need to take that taste yeah. out of my mouth. And uh, Jay and I, we watched, uh, and Megan, we watched the, uh, what was it, the, the, the Tiger King? It's oh, on Netflix. my. I can't wait. Dude, God. we watched all of it in, like, two days. Oh, Jeez. my yeah. God. You guys, everyone funny. needs to watch this I was thing. I was going to watch that when I was uh, when I was doing that thing the other day. And uh, instead, I ended up watching the Benoit piece, but right on. everybody online is, is just, like, going off the about it. The memes so. are so great. <laughs> I live for me good memes, yo. Did you watch anything? Yes, I mean, I know you're living under my I house, watched, but yeah, I, I watched, watched you were... Uh, what did I watch? The Aeronauts. I've been, I've been mostly... Oh. I, I watched nonfiction stuff, but... Um, <clears throat> Like a lot of lectures and things. Oh, did, from, did you watched okay. uh, the the out not the out not outbreak. Aaron, uh, oh, I watched the start of pandemic. Yeah, the series. Yeah, that was an interesting Is that like take. A docu-series? It's a docu series. Yeah, um, it follows like five different stories. People working on. I knew I should have brought beer. Different lines of uh, the whole virus and immunology and all of that stuff. They're looking okay. for a universal flu. Vaccine, fish, fish. If you want a beer, go grab one. Yeah, I can, I can just, I can talk about the budget and stuff. Cool. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I, and I do, do have a. I got a piece about the director. You got a piece about the director. I'll be right back, y'all. Beer yeah. run. He's been doing a beer run. We're outside. We're sitting outside. There was supposed to be the great thing about living in Florida is living in the town we live in. We can watch the uh, the space launches, and there's mm-hmm. supposed to be a space launch. It's on hold. Yeah. So if halfway through our podcast you hear us go, ooh, it's because yeah. there's a flaming ball of fire going through the air. Shooting into outer space. Our movie today is uh, Boondock Saints. Um, it, it technically came out in 1999 because I think it was released, I think, in Denmark first. And then a couple months later in the year 2000, it came out in the States. Um, it got a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 22% on Rotten Tomatoes. The budget for this film was $6 million dollars. But in the U.S., it was only released in five theaters, so it only made $30,000. Um, and then later on, when they released it to video, it made $50 million in video sales. So this yeah. is considered the cult classic of a movie because it didn't become famous until way after, until it became VHS, yeah. DVD, well, deep, well, 2000, DVD sales. Right on. Um, I'm pretty sure it was, a, it, the, um, when it got its home video release, it sort of, it heightened it's renaissance, yeah. Uh, or uh, so uh, what's, what's the word? Resurrection, rather. They had like a deal with Blockbuster, so it was featured in a lot of Blockbusters. Oh, That's really? why people were like, "What's this?" 
Oh, we're gonna it was take like it. a major featured movie, and then boom. I was saying uh, before you <clears throat> jump back on that, it, sure. it, it came out in 1999, but in Denmark, and, but, yeah. it, but, it, but then it came to 2000 in the States. So right. I, I have some movies that came out in 1999, not the year 2000, because okay. I'm like, this is when it was released, was in 99. Uh, Fight Club came out that year. That's a movie we definitely are going to do at some point. You bet. Um, Sixth Sense came out that year. Excellent. Um, American Beauty. Oh, yeah. Uh, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. American Pie. I just wrote down a couple. Um, I think Toy Story <laughs> 2 came that out that year. Matrix. It was a good yeah. year for movies. It's a hell of a good year for movies. Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to uh, talk about the director? End of Days. End of Days. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> that was a good Schwarzenegger, man. Uh, the, it is directed by uh, Troy Duffy. But, uh, uh, yeah. It also stars Sean Patrick Flannery. We also have uh, what's his bucket? Uh, uh, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Willem Dafoe. And. Uh, the the guy from I didn't write it down David Della Roca no the other brother when I can't think Norman of his name. Reedus Norman Reedus yeah, Norman Reedus for, for all you like, for, this is young Norman pre Walking Dead way pre uh, right? yeah but like what, eleven years what kind of pissed me off is that uh, I'm I've met Sean Patrick Flannery yeah and well, I really, he was I, in Powder too well he was he was <laughs> he was also in uh, the Dead Zone with Anthony Michael Hall so the when, show yeah, yeah that's right because he played the the politician um, and he was a young Indiana Jones. Was he? In the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles and the Advent, yeah. Oh, yeah. That whole fucking series. That series oh, went wow. down to the 2000s. Damn. Yeah, that was like straight to video or television, right? I think it was on television, yeah, or straight to video. I like, he does a, a big series. His Irish accent in this is <clears> 10 <throat> times better than Norman Reedus, because if you listen to Norman Reedus talk, he fades in and out of it so oh, bad. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I remember but also, Sean Patrick Flannery kind of sounds like the Lucky Charms guy. Yeah. In it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. really hamming that one up a little bit. I was bit. trying to describe this movie to my British friends, and like, she's like, ugh. Yeah, Billy <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Billy Con- <laughs> yeah, Billy Connolly's the only one that can really because he really, is Irish, isn't he? He's Scottish. Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Scottish. Yeah, he's, he's Scottish. from yeah, he's from that side of the pond. And you know, yeah. Billy, poor Billy Connolly, he's no longer doing comedy anymore because he's got Parkinson's and it's kicking his ass. <clears throat> oh, really? That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, so go uh, ahead and talk about Troy Duffy. All right, so Troy Duffy, uh, Duffy says that the screenplay was inspired by a personal experience. He says he saw a drug dealer taking money off of a corpse from across the hall of his, in his apartment building. And uh, he had only ever <clears throat> worked as a bartender or a bouncer and had never written a screenplay before this, too. So this is like oh my his God. very first one. Yeah, you bet. Uh, he completed it by the fall of 1996 and had passed it on to a producer's assistant at New Line Cinema. Uh, the screenplay would then change hands multiple times until the March of 97. Uh, when it was contracted by Paramount Pictures for $500,000, but Miramax won a bidding war to buy the movie. <clears throat> and the studio offered him uh, $450,000 to write and direct the film. And in the documentary Overnight, uh, the chronicles Duffy's rags to riches to rags story and shows uh, that the script was worth $300,000 and the film itself was given $15 million budget by Miramax's Harvey Weinstein. Everybody's favorite producer. <laughs> uh, Duffy uh, and his band The Brood would actually do the soundtrack for the movie. And as a bonus, Miramax offered to buy and throw in uh, co-ownership on Jay Sloan, the bar where he worked at the time. So he had a pretty good deal. <clears throat> but he's, then, he's featured in this movie, isn't he? Who Damn. is? Troy Duffy, isn't he? He's uh, he's a at, cameo. Is he at the? I thought he is he in the bar or is he at the? Yeah. Or, and I think he's also at the very end. He, uh, he, I, uh, it could be him at the end, but okay. he's also... He and his brother and other bandmates are the other guys in the bar at the beginning when the Russians come in. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Fucking rah, hooting and hollering. Um, so in the movie, in the movie Overnight, the documentary, it showed that Duffy uh, frequently exhibited abrasive behavior. He caused a lot of tension 
for people on the set. And in 97, before pre-production work began, Miramax pulled out of the project uh, and Duffy was only able to keep the writer's fee because uh, the studio required the reimbursement of the other monies. For, uh, franchise Pictures sought to finance the project and Duffy got Flannery and Norman Reedus and Defoe. <clears throat> and now with financial backing, filming started in Toronto. And then, as you said, it was released in uh, 2000. <clears throat> it has a comic book uh, attached to it and one canceled video game. And then, of course, everyone knows about the sequel. And currently, there is a TV series in development written by and created by Duffy. Really? So you think they're going to get, like, Redis for that or something? Like, uh, them all old It's going to be a prequel like series, so it's probably going to be them much younger, maybe learning how they got fluent at five fucking languages. I don't, I don't understand yeah. that. It's gonna, Well, okay, so it won't be Norman Reedus. It'd be somebody else. Because you can't yeah, take yeah. a man who's Dude's down, almost what, 50. Yeah, 50 years yeah. old. And he's supposed to be 17 or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, they could, they could uh, deep fake yeah. the face. They, we, they could <clears> do that. They could deep fake the face. So I guess, I guess one of the reasons, I'm not sure how true it is, but when I was reading about this, one of the reasons that Miramax pulled out of the deal which sounded like a damn good deal when you're 26 years old. Hell yeah. Um, it backed out because he had a, he'd met with Ewan McGregor about taking a part, <clears throat> and they were drinking somewhere, and they got into an argument, I guess, in, uh, regarding uh, capital punishment, mm. death penalty, oh, and, wow. and the vigilantism that is like the major plot of this movie, how one person can be like, you need to die. So they got an argument about, I guess, like the, the philosophies of such a thing. <laughs> Yeah. And that's what led to him uh, not choosing Ewan McGregor. And then I think ultimately Miramax backed out because something like that. Like he pissed wow. off Ewan McGregor and then. The, yeah. And I think Miramax. Ewan's done a few Miramax <clears throat> movies also. I guess. Yeah. And he's a pretty big name at that time after the. And they uh, had they had a couple people lined up for some of these roles. They wanted uh, Stallone to be the Smecker role. Willem Dafoe's role. <laughs> yeah. So you, can you imagine? It was a fire fight. Yeah, I couldn't imagine <laughs> that scene in the end when he's walking through in the wig. Like, it's not hey. going to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine him putting drag on. He's like, you know, yeah. Jesus you Christ. You look sexy. Kiss, big boy. How you doing? Yeah. God. I don't know. Well, let's let's kick off the movie. Yeah, man. So it opens up with your pretty much your standard, uh, not producer credits, but your your studios. You know, yeah. <clears throat> studio titles, and it opens with South Boston, South Boston, St. Patty's Day. Of course. Oh, we're also this movie was also chosen because uh, of the month month of March, and St. Patty's Day was what last week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. That's so that's why that's why we decided to do it, but no one got to celebrate St. Patty's. We're kind of late on that, and yeah, we were, I didn't have much of a St. Patty's Day celebration. I don't think anybody so. did. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not really Irish. No. Nah. But really? No, I I don't like that thing. Like everybody's Irish on St. Patty's Day. Kiss my ass. Yeah. yeah. So it opens up on St. Patty's Day, and there's there's it's the truly Irish thing to say. I guess so. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a church uh, mass going on, Irish church mass. Yeah. Uh, because of St. Patty's Day, and I oh we got an airplane coming over. That's like the first time. A very Stay rare. What is that? Silver Airlines. It could be a smaller aircraft. Yeah. We like uh, I know we've said this before in other casts. We live like the the south of the international airport, yeah. and really for the past two weeks we have not I have not heard of many Usually, planes yeah. go over. So uh, yeah, church mass. Um, <clears throat> there's a little narration by Billy Connolly. I'm gonna play this clip, and then I know Jay's gonna talk about something that is discussed during this uh, this Irish mass. One cool little bit of trivia yep. here is this was filmed uh, in Toronto. And this is outside of actually a Lutheran church because none of the Catholic churches in the area would let them do it. Were, were totally took objection to the plot, and they're like, "Hell no, you can't do that here." <laughs> All right, here it is. But deliver us from evil. 
<laughs> if you have to cough, you can. Oh. Never mind. Father McElpenny for coming all the way across town to be our guest speaker. When I wears my flashing sword and my hand takes hold on judgment, I will take vengeance upon mine enemies and I will repay those who hate me. O Lord, raise me to thy right hand and count me among thy saints. And I am reminded on this holy day of the sad story of Kitty Genovese. As you all may remember, a long time ago, almost 30 years ago, this poor soul cried out for help time and time again, but no person answered her calls. Though many saw, no one so much as called the police. They all just watched as Kitty was being stabbed to death in broad daylight. They watched as her assailant walked away. Now, we must all fear evil men. But there is another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. So a lot of you probably just heard me say, go ahead and cough because I'm recording multi-track and I realize my mute buttons don't work. I'm oh, not gonna, I didn't, I'm, I didn't I, hear you say that at all. Oh, yeah. Dang. No, because uh, when I mute it here, uh-huh. you guys can't hear it, but I forgot I'm doing multi-track. <laughs> Did you say it to yourself? So, <laughs> no, so everybody listening heard me say, hey, if you got a cough, go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> I am well, not, I'm not going to edit that out. because everybody's like, ah! Yeah. I hope they do. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put your hands down your pants, grab it, and cough. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a story <clears throat> to turn your head. that the that the, the priest is talking about. Yeah. Uh, Jay, you want to talk about Kitty Genovese. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a true story. Yeah. Um, it happened in 1964 in, in New York. And, like, there's some of the details that they get <laughs> wrong in, in that little monologue that he does. Like, it Oh, really? Just that little bit? Yeah, it didn't happen on. in broad daylight. It happened okay. at night. Um, it was, like, 2 o'clock in the morning or something around there. Like, okay. um, late at night or early in the morning, I guess. <clears throat> um, right. The story is, like, she was murdered outside of her apartment building. And the story goes, two weeks later, came out in, let me double check, it was like the New York Times, okay. that 38 witnesses did nothing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, no one called. There was stories of, and she was stabbed like eight times. He left, came back. What? Stabbed, yeah. Like, it <clears throat> was. Like, I'm not done. It was brutal. Holy the guy shit. was just, he was married, had three children. And he liked to kill women because they didn't fight back. Jesus. He left his wife and just went out one night and killed this lady. Oh, I just love killing. Yeah, brutal. What the fuck? That's nuts. Yeah. And it, it kind of sets up the, the theme. Like, yeah. Like, we are talking about this. And the interesting thing, right? So it does set up the theme. It's almost like 
it, it's the same version of the story that he saw, right? When he was like the thing that inspired him to write the movie was seeing sort of the nonchalantness and yeah. lack of humanity, right? That was yeah. across from him. It spurred a thing in psychology called the bystander effect. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting thing is it's not actually true. Which part? What, the bystander effect? The whole, the 38 witnesses, no one doing anything. So which part, which part is true? There's Obviously the murder itself. The murder itself is true. But were there actual eyewitness accounts? There were there were witnesses, there were calls, there it was a complete in a sense it was a fabrication and a sensationalization sensationalization of the story. Thank you. Say that 10 times fast. Right? No. Um a, l- a lot of this information came out much later, like within the last ten years. Really? Yeah. That recently? Yeah. Wow, and this happened in the sixties. Well, it inspired decades of psychology. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Okay. Decades of psychological yeah. research, and <clears throat> to that it's based on uh, kind of a false, <laughs> false, false telling of the story. Okay. Um, Wasn't so. it? It was also a. Uh, Sort of a, a a detail or like a plot point in Alan Moore's Watchmen. I think it was for uh, yeah the Rorschach I'm, character. Yeah, I think so too. And he because he told I, I think that's where I first heard the story was reading Watchmen. I think so too. Yeah, and uh, and so now you know and it's just come up in multiple places. All usually yeah. revolving around some kind of like inspiration for a vigilante to fight, yeah. fight crime and shit. Yeah, to take to actually not be a bystander, right? Yeah, to inspire that like. Okay, no one else is going to take responsibility for yeah. this. Now I am. Isn't that how Seinfeld ended? Seinfeld? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes. Seinfeld ended that way. Yeah, someone just murders the soup Nazi. No, and a, like, fat hey. dude, a fat dude gets <clears throat> mugged and they just sit there and watch it and film it and they joke about it. And so they get thrown in jail for being, uh, for watching and doing nothing. Oh, nothing. I. I was yeah. never a huge Seinfeld oh, guy. All right. <laughs> so <clears throat> after the mass, uh, the brothers are there, and mm-hmm. like, during this conversation, uh, like you, you have the the one priest that was, came from a different church to give a conversation. The brothers yeah. get up, they walk like on the fucking like stage. The uh, yeah. Catholic. What and is one that dude's called? Like, yo, what's going on here? And he's the, like, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's okay. They're cool. Yeah, they're cool. They go yeah. to Jesus. Kind of. Yeah, the pulpit. There you go. They they go up there. There's like, a tabernacle. That yeah, sits tabernacles back there that's in the like back where Jesus is. And they kiss yeah. the feet. They walk out. They're kind of hearing this story as they're walking out. They light up a cigarette, and then some Celtic music starts to play. That's where you see like their fucking yeah, their and tattoos like, on their hands. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, when they light smokes. And it's like Troy. They're Duffy not your film. average Catholic. No, uh, not your average Catholic. Uh, you, you, no, it, certainly not. It does kind of a montage of the Celtic music. It's it's St. Patty's Day. Yeah, mute meatpacking facility. Uh, there's like this real big lesbian lady. Uh, How do you know she's lesbian, bro? Okay, big feminist. Is that better? <laughs> yeah, because they argue about, about yeah, the rule of thumb. Because he's like, he's like, he's okay, like, so around here we do like, we do the rule of thumb, and she's like, oh, rule the rule of thumb. Of thumb huh? That used to be like the rule of thumbs from when men would beat women. They the, they go find sticks. A rule of thumb, and he's like, and he's like, look at my thumb. Yeah, yeah. He's like, really? It's not gonna do I, much. Gonna, for you, it's not gonna do much. Maybe the size of my wrist. It should be rule of wrist. <laughs> yeah. uh, they uh, the lady ah. the lady. Kicks uh, punches one of them. Yeah, kicks Connor in the balls, which yeah, is Sean Patrick Flannery's oh, character. He punches her. Ro- yeah, Roman knocks Reedus. her out. Connor uh, and Murphy McManus. Yeah, and then they they go to like their apartment. It's very bare bones, South Boston kind of apartment. It looks like an old locker room. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, 
and then they're at the the bar. They're having a St. Patty's drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet uh, Rocco, which is one of their Italian yeah. friends. Yeah, uh, it's their local hangout. The bartender has Tourette's, which I fucking that's, love. That's that actor's real name too, David De La Roca. Yeah, yeah. He was a comedian friend of theirs. And, uh, he was a friend of Troy Duffy's, yeah. and he's like, do you want to be in my movie? And so he's, he's like, oh, like fuck yeah, he basically man. just went, all right, we're going to use your name. You're Rocco. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Um, the bartender has Tourette's, which is really funny. He always does, he's like, one of my favorite characters. What, the bartender yeah. or Rocco? The, the bartender. The bartender, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, what is it, uh, uh, people in glass houses shink, sink ships. Like he's like, yeah, he's, he's really bad at his proverbs. The proverbs yeah. right? Um, the bar's closing. Three big-ass fucking... Because he's like, hey, we're, we're, we have to close the bar because all this stuff happening. Three Russians come in. They're like, time to close the bar. We're taking your fucking bar. Yeah. Um, and it kind of cuts to the next day instantly. There's a yeah, lot of a this. Yeah, flash forward. There's um, a lot of flash forwards and a lot of... Flashbacks, backs. Yeah. Um, there's two... Not in like that Tarantino sense either. It just... No, it just kind of... Jumps ahead and then it takes you right back to where the to, scene left off. Yeah, so and, and it, it does this like five times yeah, throughout the movie. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it, it works narratively, but it, it's the two detectives. I didn't get their names. Did you get the detectives' names? Uh, well, I got Greenlee. Greenlee. Greenlee Duffy. Well, I think one's named after the. Yeah. Uh, I think Taylor. And we meet. Uh, and they, they're in Paul the Paul Smecker, which is which is Willem Dafoe. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Yep. So <clears> the the two detectives, the Boston PD, they're trying to figure out what happened, and he's like, "Some big motherfucker jumped on this guy," yeah. and it, <laughs> he's getting it all wrong. And then Willem Dafoe walks up. He's FBI. And he's he kind of waits to hear what these guys are saying. He's yeah. like, and he puts on uh, like a uh, puts on like an old school a, Walkman. Yeah, but it's like yeah. a CD Walkman. Yeah, 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 Sony. yeah, Sony Walkman. And and music starts playing, and Willem Dafoe's doing. I mean, if you've never seen this movie, where the fuck it's have you a, been? But it's a it's an aria from the uh, Italian opera La Bohème. Is it La Bohème? By Giacomo Puccini. Great. Oh wow! <laughs> Thanks for looking that up. Yeah, I was that's, wondering. Yeah. He's the research guy. So he's like, yeah. it's called uh, Me. Kiano, wait, Kia. You're butchering Kia it. Ma, Mia Kiamano Mimi. Okay. What does that translate to? I do don't you know? know. Okay. But it's from La Boheme. Okay. And yeah. uh, he's kind of just going through. <laughs> he basically solves kind of what happened, you know. Um, yeah. And he, uh, they, they they find the boy's apartment, and the they guy, they make Greenlee. He's like, go get. I'd like a cup of coffee. So that's like a running gag. Like, I want a bagel, Greenlee. Every yeah. time he gets something wrong, he, he makes has him, to go, he get, to go coffee get coffee or a bagel. And what's or great is Greenlee is uh, the actor's name is Bob Marley. Nice. I, I saw that in the credits. I saw that in the credits. I was like, that's is Bob great. Marley in this fucking movie? Yeah. Buffalo Soldier. Yeah. Like, um, Dreadlock Boston. It, they, they find the boys' apartment. They're kind of looking around. And then it cuts to the hospital, and we see we see uh, the two boys. I, I call them the, we'll say the brothers. The boys, the brothers. The boys. Um, they're there. Uh, the the Tourette's bartender shows up because they're at like a yeah like a, a Catholic hospital. There's yeah. a bunch of nuns and fuck uh, us. yeah. And he's like this. The fucking FBI agent came by. Fucking shit. Fucker. And you know the nuns are like, oh Jesus Christ, blessing themselves. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and then again, it cuts again. It goes to the police station, and we have a uh, we have a uh, Smecker, which is again Willem Dafoe. I love this. Willem Dafoe does such a great job in yeah. this movie. Yeah, uh, I think without him, I don't think this movie would be very good. Um, <clears throat> I, and that's that's probably yeah, that's probably that's true. definitely true. Yeah, I, I have a little <laughs> I, I have a I have a little clip of Willem Dafoe in the the Boston PD, kind of just talking about the boys. And um, yeah, he got upset because the press got wind of it. Yeah, the press got like, who the fuck leaked it to the press? And so yeah. he's kind of giving like a little breakdown. And uh, here is the clip. Two ordinary men who were put in an extraordinary situation and they just happened to come out on top. 
Yes, nothing from our far-reaching computer system has turned up diddly on these two. All we know is what we found out from the neighbors. And the general consensus is... They're angels. But angels don't kill. And we got two bodies in the morgue that look like they've been serial crushed by some huge friggin' guy. <laughs> Are we considering these guys armed and dangerous? Well, not armed. If they had guns, they would have used them. But dangerous? Very. Now, what makes you think they're dangerous? I mean, maybe they're just protecting each other. Hey, look. I'm not saying one way or the other. Just be careful and go by the protocol on this. It's Grunt Police Works going to bring this one in. And then pretty soon, right afterward, the boys, the brothers, they just show up at because they, yeah, they turn the, themselves in. Yeah, because they got the card from from the bartender and they just turn themselves in. They walk in. Smart. Um, I was going to I could do 27 clips throughout this movie. Oh, I yeah. Didn't want to do that. I, I was really thinking about it. Like, I know. I was like, I, I, I literally Rocco clips in me. my notes. I have clip, 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 clip. And I went, ah, I don't know. You what got I the one to... where he says your pinko commie mother sucks so much dick. Her no, face looks like I don't have head. any of that. Oh, my God. But, and, and, How could you? No, but we, we can talk about some of the clips that I didn't play because I want you guys to go see this. And again, it's yeah. it's free on voodoo and it's 21 Tubi. years ago. We can use clips. It was, really I, no, I know that. But I'm just I don't I don't want it to be a clip. Clip heavy sure, episode, yeah, right. you know. I want to so tease good. it. I do have the Rocco story. All so right. the brothers come in, um, and it it pretty much the brothers start telling the story because it they go in and we realize that the brothers can speak like five different fucking languages. <clears throat> yeah, you know they can speak. <clears throat> uh, this is our introduction to Gaelic. Yeah, they do Gaelic. They do Italian. They do Russian. They do French. They do Spanish. Um, and he's German. Like, German. They're like, German. tell me your story of what happened. So they show the bar fight. Yeah, and you know they well, they, yeah, he, uh, they they light one of the guys' asses on fire. Yeah, because they tie him to the bar, and then uh, and then it cuts right to the morning of, uh, and then the Russians break through the brothers' apartment, mm-hmm. and they handcuff Sean Patrick Finley Connors. Yeah, hands to the toilet, and they're like. He's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to kill your fucking brother. Yeah. So they grab Murph, right? They grab Murphy. Murphy. <clears throat> and they start. They bring him out into the alley, which is the crime scene we saw at the very beginning of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's where the, the dudes and, were serial crushed. Yeah, and Connor's <laughs> like, wow. He's fucking screaming. He, he rips, rips the goddamn the whole toilet. Right yeah, up off right the off the ground. And then he walks out to like the fucking fire escape and just throws the toilet on yeah. one of the Russian dudes, which, oh my God, five stories. Yeah, and full he fucking jumps porcelain toilet. his damn self and lands on the on other, other guy. guy. Yeah. yeah. Which still would have fucked him up. Well, he did, yeah. like, because he's limping earlier, later. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, and then, but, yeah, throws the shit. toilet. Um, it, yeah, it stories on the Russian. Uh, it, that's when we see that we could they can do uh, all that stuff. Uh, they beat the oh, fuck out of the Russians. <laughs> they take they take their guns. They take their money. Stuff. And then Murphy picks up Connor, and then they basically get the fuck out of there. Yeah, they get quickly. the hell out of Dodge. Um, um, they're back at the station, and that's when they, they're, you know, going through their their languages all fluently. Smecker lets them go because there's no well, charges. Well, yeah, but they, they they stay in the cell because they don't yeah. want to leave because the 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 they don't want to talk the to news the press, crews yeah. outside. So they stay in the cell, and this is when they I say they have a come to <clears> Jesus <throat> moment. Yeah, this is a this is their baptism. Yeah, yeah, because they're being the saints. Yeah. It's like yeah. water hitting them. It's like yeah. the building is anointing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like they they hear things, and they both wake up like. <gasps> And there's yeah. water dripping yeah. down on them. They and look then, at one another, and they just know that this is. Yeah, they, they're gonna have to. Start. I don't remember what it is that they say there, but there's, I don't remember either. 
Like I said, there's so many damn clips. There's a my, prayer or something that they... Yeah, there's something that yeah. is spoken, which I think is a Bible verse, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I don't remember yeah. what the words were. Um, but it's at this point, I'm thinking, okay, uh, there's a morally questionable premise um, with the vigilantism, and now they're getting messages from God. So is this story really about their mental health? And should we be asking mm. those questions? Oh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> but the police were behind them. Yeah, yeah. which is The wild. police were, like, supporting like, yeah, it, right? They were just yeah, helping each other. our neighborhood. Yeah, they're brothers. It's cool. They took the law into their own hands. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. when they're in the cell, when they wake up, a pager starts going off. It's one of the pagers they stole from one of the Russian mobster guys. Yeah, I was like, ooh, look, pager. He's like, oh, pager. So when they're walking, yeah, when they're walking through the, uh, the fucking the poli- like the police, yeah, everyone's high-fiving yeah. and shit. He's like, can I get a yeah. pin? He, he calls the number that's on the pager, and it's basically an address. It's like, meet here, blah, 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 blah. So he's writing it down in Russian or fucking whatever. He yeah. writes down the address. Um, well, that's who he was speaking to, a Russian. Yeah. That we're telling him. And then, and then we, you know, Rocco shows up to bring them some clothes and stuff like that. And then we cut to Rocco because we kind of find out that Rocco, he's earlier a, on, that he's part of the Italian mob. Yeah, but he's, he's like, a he's a boy. fucking package boy. He's they call bottom him the of the funny band, man. The funny man. And. This is a clip. I got a little clip so you can hear about Rocco and why they call him the funny man. There's a little bit of racism in this clip. It, um, a little bit. A little bit. There's but, a lot of bit of racism. Well, you, you show that Rocco's a nice guy because of the way he's like, yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah, I said that. Uh, yeah. So here, here's, this is, yeah, yeah, he's like, uh, yes, I, I remember, I, I remember watching this in like middle school or high school and this was like, you know, a joke that would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll have a Coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. I so, think I saw this probably about 2006. I've got that clip here. What clip is that? Number four. Here it is. I'm having a shitty day. <coughs> shitty. Tell me a funny joke. Now? A joke? Uh, um, uh, a joke. Yeah, all right. Um, there's these uh, three guys. A uh, 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 speck, uh, 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 a white guy, and a black guy. Danger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and they walk along the Jesus. beach. They see this pot. They rub it. Genie comes out. Genies, you know, you can wish for anything you want. So they ask uh, a Mexican what, what he wants, and he goes, uh, uh, I want uh, all my people for, in America to be happy and free and in Mexico. And so Genie, poof, all his picks are in Mexico. And then he asks the black guy. Nigger. Yeah, that's what I said. Goes to the uh, uh, nigger, says, uh, what do you want? And he goes, um, uh, I want all my... African, my nigger brothers in America to be back in Africa and, and happy and everything, you know? So Gene goes, poof, and um, all the niggers in America are in Africa. And uh, 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 this is gone. I'm, I'm not funny today. I, I know. I'm having a hard day. I, 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 this joke sucks. It's, it's, a, it's a stupid joke. Continue the joke. So the genie says to the white guy, uh, um, what's your one wish? And the white guy goes, you mean to tell me all the niggers and specks are out of America? Genie goes, yeah. He says, well, um, I'll have a Coke then. So yeah, 
They were much better rock. Did, did you did you get the? I know there's a bunch, but yeah. did you uh, like again? I want you guys to go watch this. Um, did you? What's the what's Papa Joe's name? Did you uh, get the actor? The actor's name is. Oh, you didn't get it. Did I you? didn't. Get That's it. right. No, but the other guy, the other guy see. Sal that we see in this is a very. No, it's Vincenzo. Vincenzo, I thought it was Sal. No. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a very famous man. Um, I like how that scene sets up his character, though, because he's a very reluctant participant. He's, yeah. and he's like, uh, you can just tell that yeah, no one, trying. no one takes him seriously. Yeah. You know, and uh, yeah. uh, Vincenzo, or I thought it was Sal. What's his name? I thought it was Hang on here. Me. I got it right, John. <clears throat> I know we're getting a little uh, thing here. Yeah, decides. Yeah, his name is Sal. Sal is Joe. It's Ron Jeremy. Is uh, it's Vincenzo the Pazzi. It. He says Sal in it at some point because I wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, you wrote it down because <laughs> he said it. Whatever. Well, it's it's Ron Jeremy, the famous porn, porn star, star, and it's the Hedgehog Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a Hedgehog in so a velvet he, coat. He plays a. Uh, he, he's just. He just plays another like mobster lackey guy. Um, he's got like really Vincenzo nice Vincenzo <laughs> And then Papa Joe is like the head of the the mobster gang. Um, uh, that's Carlo Rota. There you go, Carlo Rota, and uh, he's been in a bunch of things. Like, you uh, know, I mean, I've seen him a bunch and a bunch of different shit. He was in Saw Five. That's it. Um, <laughs> maybe. I don't want to be you the guy. Said you've seen him. What have you seen him? It in? might be self. I just don't want to be the guy that's like all crazy Italians look the same. But I mean, the guy he looks familiar. Uh, the next scene is the brothers are at <laughs> the brothers are at kind of an underground black marketplace. They give uh, this dude all the the money they found from the Russians, the guns they took off the Russians, the fifty calibers, and he takes it. And he's like, "Have fun, boys!" And this door opens up, and it's it's like a fucking IRA. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a big weapons locker. Yeah, and there's there's like a big Irish flag with IRA writings, and it's just it, uh, they just go to town and they do a bunch of jokes. It's like <clears> we need <throat> rope. Oh, why Charles Bronson always has rope? Oh, fucking yeah. Charlie Bronson, which is great reference to the Death Wish series because yeah, it's about yeah, the vigilantes, just very much yeah. the same thing they're doing. And and you know, as Murphy is fucking with Connor about the rope, he, Murphy grabs <clears> this giant. This is a Bowie knife. Big Bowie knife. He's like, okay, Rambo. And, you okay, know. Rambo. Uh, what's really cool at that weapons dealer, the uh, the wall reads, "While the wicked stand confounded, call me with thy saints surrounded," uh, which is the English translation of the Latin "confutatus maledictus, voca me cum benedictus," from a Latin religious hymn by a Franciscan monk, Tommaso de Celano. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. So I mean, there's my bad fuck line. off guns. Uh, the brothers end up going to yeah. the they go up to the address. They, use, they just grab Berettas with silencers. Right? Yeah, Berettas with silencers. I mean, they keep looking at a bunch of things, but that's about it. There's just a couple. It was of, a fifty caliber, and he's like, "Fucking look at this yeah." He's thing. like, "Look at this fucking thing." But they just grab what they can put in a bag. The brothers go to the address that they got from the Russian beeper, um, <clears> and <throat> then they're what happens right <laughs> when they're in the elevator? Boom! Flash forward. Yeah, there's another. Another thing we have, um, Flash. we have a uh, Smecker. Uh, we realize that Willem Dafoe's character is gay because mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, it shows him in a bed with a dude, and he answers the phone, and the 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 the, the guy's like hugging up on him, like trying, yeah, to, cuddle. trying to get cuddled, yeah. slapping him, smacks him away. Yeah, no, he's definitely a dominant gay. He's, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a little clip there, but I didn't grab it. Um, when he's on the phone. Yeah, when he's or when he's pretty much kind of at the, the the scene, going like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Oh, and yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of scenes where you see him listening where, to music, and he's just <clears> trying. And oops, well, he gets sorry. the call, and he goes in to find all the dead mobsters, and they don't have coins on their eyes. Yeah, 
That's the scene you mean? Yeah, that part. And so they have they all have uh, you know coins on the rise, and then what's uh, the symbology? Yeah, symbology, And what's what's the what's the detective's name again that he's always fucking with? Greenlee. So Greenlee's like he's like how many bodies? Like eight. And he looks. Oh, I fucking forgot about the ninth one. He's like, I'll take. He's like, he's like, anybody want coffee? Greenlee's gonna go get some coffee. Make sure it's an onion bagel with cream cheese. Yeah, and then it flashes. It flashes back to. He's he's a great. He does. He has a great line later. We'll come to that. He flashes back to the them. They're in the air duct. The brothers are in the air duct, which is a cliche you see in movies, but it's it's so because they make fun of it later on in there. God damn. You got a bug or something? Yeah, it's a fly. Motherfucker. And then uh, it, they're in the air duct, and they're they're lost. They don't know where they're going, and they're hot, and they're like... They're they start arguing. They start arguing. They're, they're arguing. punching each other, as brothers would do, and the whole <clears> air duct <throat> falls through the ceiling into the Russian mobsters, like... It's like the head Russian mobster and all of his like lieutenants or whatever. It's like a circular couch too. Yeah, which circular is couch. And yeah. their legs get tangled up in the rope, so they're now spinning and they're shooting and they're yeah. just killing everybody. They're they, all akimbo and upside down yeah. and spinning in a circle and just they, wasting everyone. They kill everybody. Um, the rope falls down, uh, and then they just they they fucking execute. Yeah, the the one mob boss is the yeah, Russian. Mob the Russian boss. mob they, boss, uh, and, they and, exec- and it's execution style. They each put one. Barrel to the back and, and this is when we hear the me. first time that we hear the uh, the prayer. Yeah, which I'm saving for the very end. Clip. That's fine. I didn't write it down this, because this is a scene that suggests divine intervention yeah. in their work. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, they fell from and heaven. It and it sets just... up the rest of it. It gives them the confidence that they need to go yeah. out. There's a scene where he's like, "Hey, we're fucking great." <laughs> there's, we well, there's two scenes this. that suggest that very same thing because later when they're in the uh, the sin bin, there's a reference to the divine comedy. And then it just seems like nobody, well, they can get hurt, but no one can kill them because, like, they have their shootout later with their father. Yeah. And nobody hits anything. Anything. Yeah. yeah. Barely. So it's some other force at work, I guess. Yep. Uh, when, after they execute and kill everybody, uh, the doorbell <clears throat> rings and they, they look through the doorbell and they they see Rocco dressed up as a pretty much a uh, like delivery boy, a bellhop, like, yeah. bell like giving like room service. And they're like <clears throat> Jafar, <laughs> yeah, Jafar. And they're like, should we fuck with them? We have to fuck. With yeah, them. yeah, yeah. We should fuck with them. So they open the door, they grab Jafar, and they're like yelling at him, screaming at him, and like doing all this shit. Jafar again. Yeah, <laughs> but Jafar, yeah, I like Rocco. How you them Jafar again. Jafar, and uh, they fuck with <laughs> them pretty big, and then they finally reveal that it's. Yeah, you know, that it's them. And I, this is one of those scenes where it would have been a perfect clip because he is, he says that fuck thing a lot. He's like, what the, yeah. who the fuck, what the, the fuck? fuck, the fuck, how the yeah. fucking fucking. What, what is what is his response? Fuck. He says he's like, uh, he puts new me, he puts a uh, what's that? Uh, Murph says something where he's like, uh, or Connor goes, he's like, it's not new definition to the word. He gives a uh, ah. Oh, Something. Fuck if I know, dude. Exactly. It's eh, whatever. Watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also have a. Um, what you just did. We have, See, this would have been perfect clip. I'm. I'm. I'm you know up. what? I'm you want to do the fucking clips? I'm you sorry, can do the clips. Sorry, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God damn. <laughs> I just thought it would have been obvious. Rocco was like one of the, the scenes. Well, guess what? You know, sometimes we gotta have these people go. Oh, I want to so, hear these fuckity fuck fucks. So they're gonna go watch yeah. the movie. Smeckler. <laughs> it cuts back to Smeckler. And, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. I just, there's one thing. Obviously, the the coins on the eyes was a. Uh, is refers to the. Greek Charon. You know, yeah, Charon. Yeah, the ferryman of the Charon. river yeah. sticks. You got to put the coins on the dead on the eyes of the dead so they can they can ferry themselves well, to you, the afterlife. Well, you in the Greek myth, you throw one into the river to sure. to, to pay your debt. 
And yeah. then when the ferryman comes down, you have to give one to him also. Oh, okay. I didn't realize To be able that. to go across. <clears throat> yeah, you throw one in the river to summon him, and then one when you leave. And that's one of my favorite, uh, like, there's analogous a, things. There's a lot of symbology in this movie. Yeah. A lot Symb- of symbology. I like it when, when, when uh, <laughs> myths are used in, in the I love the naming it. things, you know? Yeah. Like, there, that, that video game Max Payne. Also about a vigilante, yeah. as him boarding a ship over at like some docking area where these mobsters had a. Is the ship name? It's called the Quran. Nice. The Quran, yeah. And I'm like, ah. The water, know. water is always kind of it, it comes up a lot if you look at like uh, dream psychology. Yeah. It comes up as this uh, unconscious, and it's a recurring theme that's in a lot of films. Like, really? Oh, water is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not in just spe- in specific reference to like a character like the baptism and things like that. Okay. There's a lot of references to the unconscious and crossing over into death and things like that. That It mimics dreams. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, super cool. Jungian analysts love to look at movies like dreams. Okay. Yeah, super cool. That's that's a super interesting way to look at that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, with, it, like, like with movie theory as well? Like, uh, um, I, I'm not familiar necessarily with that, but just okay. from, a, from the standpoint of uh, understanding that movies – are projections yeah. in the same way that dreams are, okay, and they and they function the same way, and they use the same language. Okay, all right. Yeah, I follow that. Yeah. When we cut back to Smeckler, Smeckle, Smeckler, Smeckler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mr. Booby Buyer. I'll buy those movies for ten Smeckles. Smeckles. Uh, he does mention that, like, because of what's happening, they think that there's an international mob war happening. So he hasn't put two to two together yet, but yeah. he thinks there's an international mob war. Yeah, he starts like breaking down like why all these these local mob groups are beefing. Or, yeah, they're they're dying out. The brothers and Rocco, they're they're, they're drinking at Rocco's apartment. Uh, uh, they're tr- Rocco's like trying to say, "I'm going to take claim." They're trying to convince him to take claim for killing because when when Rocco showed up to kill these mobsters is what he was supposed to do he had he was a, supposed to die yeah he had a six shooter on him and there were nine people so they're like he got set up like the mob was just gonna let him like the take dust. the fall try to take someone out but also like also die, die. so nobody yeah. there'd be no legal ramifications yeah or something. exactly um and you know they they just get fucked up they're drinking they're having a good time and then there's a great part uh, which a lot of people know about is uh there's a point where Rocco slams his hands on the table and uh, one of the guns oh, goes off and, and it oh, blows yeah. up uh, his girlfriend's no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He blows up his girlfriend's cat. The cat pretty much just explodes because the gun goes off and yeah. kills the cat. It's He's like, like, is it fucking dead? Like, yes. Yeah, it's, it's like that scene in Pulp Fiction. It's a great yeah. scene. Yeah, like, the back seat. Yeah. yeah. He's like saying some shit. Like, he's, he's basically saying, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to turn on my employers uh, and I'm going to make them like, uh, suck my dick, but I'm gonna dip my balls in marinara sauce just so the fat bastards get a little taste of home <laughs> while they're at it. And then he, you know he gets really excited and he sits down, slams his hands, gun goes off, kills the fucking cat, and they flip out about it. Yeah. The the next day, Connor's <clears throat> telling Rocco that like he's set up, like because Rocco can't understand. He's like, dude, you, yeah. you were set up. There's no way they did this. Uh, and then Rocco leaves. He's like, I got a meeting to go to. And then instantly, the brothers are back at the apartment. Yeah, and, and the, the phone the rings. Girls come home. Yeah, the well, yeah, because Rocco's girlfriend's a fucking drug addict. He's like, yeah. he's, he's, she's not gonna miss the fucking catch. Can't remember its <laughs> name. Yeah, 
<laughs> She's like, where's my... Well, he comes home frantic because he had done something, and he and he's like, fucking pack your shit. We got to get yeah, out of here. Yeah, he well, comes well, in well, losing he, his mind. You get a phone call from him and yeah. where he's like, hey, everything's cool. I'll see you, on, you the on the flip, flip side. side. Yeah. yeah, and then he comes home frantic. He's like, grab all this shit. He's just grabbing everything. Like, like random stuff. That, yeah, he, like, he, grabs like, iron. he grabs an iron, vodka, like yeah, pots and pans, random. and then... Yeah, he does. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> random shit. Yeah, and I then, need this lamp. Yeah, the girls, uh, you know, it's the yeah. girl... They're like, where's the cat? Where's my cat? And he's like, he's like shut, shut your the fucking mouth. Like, he's like super busy. He's like, and he puts the gun to his head. He's like, if you can <laughs> give me the name of the cat, I will blow my fucking brains out. And what did she say? Myself. It's like sprinkles. He's like, oh, fuck it. He's What's like, the what color, color of the cat? was it, bitch? Yeah, and and she's then, like, you don't talk to him like that. And he's like, shut your fat ass, I can't go to the store to get a pack of smokes without running into nine guys. You fucked. It's a great, it's a great angle from when he's doing it because he's just like ah! he's losing nuts. his mind um and then it, we, i bet he had so much fun uh, uh, doing, doing that oh yeah i wonder how many t- i probably didn't take that many takes because he's a professional comedian yeah too, right? probably not i i know he's in the second one but he, the, he's more of a voiceover in the second one or he comes in as throw a, yourself uh, into yeah, he's like, in like a flashback sort of like, like dream version of himself because he dies and so i don't know why he's in the second we one. realized that that rocco went to like this local deli type bar <laughs> place and he's talking it's a real it's a real deli in toronto it's oh, called the it? lakeside or the lakeview the lakeview oh, nice. yeah he goes and he's talking to some more low-key players kind of like around his level i think they were the dudes that were supposed to be the ones that set him up or something yeah, well, he's you know he's like, oh, you're still alive. Because there's some deleted blah, blah. scenes. Like there, there should have been. There was. Oh, there's some more that was supposed to be in yeah, there. Yeah, there was a scene deleted with. I don't know so much with this one as much, but it might uh, help like some of the other parts of the movie, which seem confusing because there's no backstory as much. Mm-hmm. Because there was a deleted scene with uh, um, their mother that they would be talking to on the phone from back in Ireland, <clears throat> uh, which gotcha. kind of fleshed out their backstory a little more. But that was cut out, so you really don't know that much about them. I think and that then, kind of helps a little bit, a little mystery. Yeah, and there was also other scenes where they each had a run-in with a specific sort of, like, street urchin or somebody, uh, some, you know, low underground denizen, like a drug dealer or a prostitute, and that's why they recognized those guys in the strip club later. Uh, like, oh, this place is oh, right. Yeah, because he's like, oh, I remember that guy. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. So Rocco's talking to some other low-key Italian. They basically tell him that he got set up. He's like, who the fuck knew about it? He's like, we knew about it. The, yeah. the bartender behind you knew about it. Yeah, and Rocco... Rocco loses his mind, fucking shoots that guy, shoots the other guy. He goes up to the bartender. He's like, you think I'm... Cause it, cause funny. Like, you think I'm fucking funny? Because they call him the funny man. It always reminds me of... Uh, what's the casino? How am I funny? Am I funny like a fucking clown? No, that's... I uh, make you laugh. Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas. Yeah. Pesci. Pesci, yeah. And then... Pesci. So he fucking... He shoots the... Sorry. Yeah. He shoots the two low-key mobsters, shoots the bartender, all that jazz. Like, in broad-ass daylight. Yeah. Yeah, it just and then rolls it, and then out. It cuts back to to normal time. Uh, they're driving around, and they pass by like this strip club type thing, like a peep show. Yeah, it's the and, sin bin. And then that's that's he's like he's I, like, hey, I know one of the guys. Rocco's like, I know a yeah. big player that goes there. He, yeah, every ten every ten at ten o'clock, he like comes in, Sunday cranks one Sunday. out to this girl. It's a nice place. Yeah, yeah, it looks fancy. like a classy establishment of ill repute. Yeah. Uh, then it cuts back to uh, Willem Dafoe. I forgot what he was doing. So, uh, well, in, in oh, while yeah. they're in the car, they they he says, you know, whatever you guys are doing, you should keep doing it. Uh, I know I'm the guy. I'm the guy who can get you all the information. 
because he was the package boy for yeah, he knows everything. The Italian mob. He knows all right. their names. He knows where they live. He knows their schedules. He might be he low key, but he's been habits. in the rooms for everybody. When he starts feeding them the information, and they know that homeboy, uh, the one guy who works for Yakaveta, is going to be there uh, that night. So they leave, and then they come back to uh, to the peep to show. Make the hit. Yeah, at the peep show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you what s- them titties? Willem Dafoe's at the peep show. You see everybody fucking dead and all that shit and. So he's trying to break it down. Yeah, the crime scene. This is one of those flashback, flash forward things. Yeah, flash forward things. Uh, Then also we we find out that uh, Willem Dafoe didn't know about the diner. Yeah, because and he's like, he's like, if someone fucking dies, you got to tell me this shit. And he's well, they think it's unrelated because it's it doesn't have the same the like, same memo or anything like that. It was the it same was, mo. Rather. Yeah, is that what you said? Memo or I MO? said memo. Oh. Mo. I've been drinking. <laughs> it's of course like and. Uh, yeah, so he gets a little pissed off at since that. eight. Oh, really? You've been drinking that since eight? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so, and then we do another flashback of them. I mean, I going in, been. they they kill Ron Jeremy. They do all this stuff. There's a scene when they shoot the other dudes. Yeah, He's they like, oh, shoot the fucking, other dudes. They let, come in here every week. They let house. they let Rocco. They let Rocco do it. They let Rocco do it. He does like two handed. He's not really hitting fucking shit. Kimbo shit where he crosses hands. Uh, I He's think like, good at, shooting at one point because the, the the stripper that passes out Rocco cops a feel at one point. Yeah, And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'll tip her. I'll tip her. I'll tip her. <laughs> well, I love it, too, when he crosses his arms and he's shooting and he's like. Uh, he goes, Wyatt Earp. Yeah. Wyatt fucking Earp. Yeah. Yeah, and then, it, and then it cuts back to him, Defoe, going, then, going, we got, we got a, cowboy a cowboy on our hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah and that's and, when they learn about the, the deli the, shooting. Yeah, the deli like, shooting. Fucking, I hate called scenes or yeah, the they fuck. go to the deli and he's like this doesn't add up and then it cuts to papa joe like a lot sloppier yeah and he's in a bathroom now talking to this guy augustus he's talking to the retired he's a retired don yeah retired yeah. don and he's bl- he's kind of blind he's working as like yeah, a men's room a, attendant yeah he's a men's room attendant and and he's like i need the duke el duce i got a little clip of the el duce and here we go okay what did you do rock this Package boy. He could bring down uh, the board. Oh, sorry. If he decides I thought you had it on mute. state's evidence, he could take us apart, brick by brick. But he's happy. Now. But just killing us, one by one. And worse. He's good at it. Listen, kid. I hope you understand who you're dealing with, eh? This guy is no slouch. When I was a boy... Your papa used to speak of him like he was a ghost. Move Your father and I used them three times in 20 years, only when things got totally fucked. Whenever we needed one of our own bumped off, we'd call this guy in. He had a thing for clipping wise guys. But only one rule, no woman, no kids. Believe me, kid, you don't want this guy unless you are 100% sure you need him. He's a fucking monster. But only one thing, he's been rotten in the can the last 25 or 30 years. Don't even know if he's still alive or if he's even up to it. And this is where we beat the one, the only, Mr. Billy Connolly. The, right. the, the warrior with morals. Yeah. Yeah. He won't kill <clears throat> women or children. And we kind of see. But he's still killing. We people. do see like him not killing women later on. 
Oh, gee whiz. Yeah. Uh, so well, after this, Rocco tells the brothers um, about about a hitman, like a cleaner yeah. that he used to drive around. Like this guy's a stone faced killer. And it shows a clip of the guy walking into a house, killing kids, killing a wife, yeah. ripping up the carpet, saying this house is clean, and then leaving. He yeah. tells them he does a poker game every Saturday. Here's the house, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. He, he did it like he was ordering a pizza. <laughs> and, uh, and it cuts to... A couple things about the Duke. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Speedy Gonzalez over there. <laughs> hey, I can be as speedy as I want. I'm grabbing a beer. Okay. Well, um, <clears throat> so in that scene, you see that the Duke is granted parole. Um, which I guess is a, a in a cage in a cage. Yeah, he's he's getting <laughs> parole, no problem. We got to put him in a cage. Yeah, uh, Billy Billy Connolly's character uh, <laughs> is is uh, Il Duce, which is actually an, an Italian version of way of saying the Duke, which is also a nickname for Benito Mussolini. Oh wow, day. interesting. Yeah, and um, so he the prison that he's in is actually the old Suffolk County Jail in Boston, which is now a four star hotel. Uh, I bet it's really nice in there. <clears throat> and when they're in the uh, back, uh, I meant to mention this too. When they're in the uh, the uh, the peep show, <clears throat> it says "Abandon all hope, ye who enter here." That writing on the door is the reference to Dante's uh, "The Divine Comedy." Oh, interesting. <clears throat> um, and where was I? Okay, there was. I had more about the Duke here. Okay, so his prisoner number is actually the director Duffy's old cell phone number. And uh, I believe, oh, uh, Il Duce was actually also originally called uh, Dark Man, uh, but they changed that because of Sam Raimi's series Dark Man Dark with Man. Uh, um, <clears throat> Liam Neeson. And also Duffy's band at the time was called The Brood, and they changed their name to The Boondock Saints when this movie came out. And you hear two of their songs in the movie, in the scene where Rocco is, uh, you know, uh, smoking those two dudes in the deli. Okay. The music yep. that's playing is one of their songs. Oh, right on. The, the director's band. And then, of course, the song in the credits, I believe, is also theirs as well. <clears throat> and that's all I got for El Duce. The El Duce. And <clears throat> when you tell them about the, uh, the poker game, it does another flash forward, which is this like, what, the fourth one? Uh, I think this is about the third one. Third one, third, right. fourth. Because they go to... Uh... Oh, yeah, because they were at the... The peep show, and then they go to the the deli, right? Yeah, they go to the deli, and then it talks to him <clears> about the uh, the hitman. Oh, that's right. And so they go to the poker game. They take those fuckers out, and then it flashes forward to the scene with a Greenlee and and Smecker outside of that that house with all the fucking bullet riddles. Yeah. So there's there's usually when they do the flashback, it just shows the brothers doing what they're doing. This scene kind of shows Willem Dafoe doing. Explaining what's going on, and Willem Dafoe's in the scene <clears throat> yeah, with them. And I, with, I like, yeah, that's funny. I they have a do, clip of They this. do start like bleeding together instead of being separate. Yeah, you start and to see him within. Yeah, this is kind of pretty cool. Why are people honking horns, dude? It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. So here's the clip. <laughs> I waited in a parked car down the street for the kid to leave. There he goes. They came in through the garage. The kid says he leaves it open when he takes his bike out. No 
they know the wife is the gatekeeper. She knows the code. It's the numbers, lady. It's the numbers. I won't kill you. I will kill you. Duncan Hazeltine. I always gotta be on bitch detail. The wife says she doesn't know what happened after she hit the code. She just remembers going down. But judging from the burn mark on her back, I think what they did was use a stun gun on her. Now, this guy knows that his friend is coming to the game, and they know that this door can only be opened from the inside. So they wait. And when that door opens, man, nobody's ready for it. So there's a whole scene. I didn't want to play the whole clip because most of it's them just fucking shooting people. Yeah, and uh, their their target dude like the, is taking a shit. Taking a dump. He's yeah. taking a dump. So they kill everybody. It's a visually intense scene. Yeah, yeah. and Rock yeah, Rocco's looking for and like while the guns are going off, the the dude they're trying to hit is just <clears> pulling <throat> up his pants, taking his time. Taking like he's very his methodical. Sweet time. Yeah. And Rocco realizes, okay, we just killed all these people. This guy's not here. And Rocco's standing like his with his back towards the to bathroom the door. door, and the dude took off like the towel rack. Yeah. And he opens the door. Rocco tries to shoot him, and the guy just fucking whacks yeah. Rocco. Well, he, he does shoot him. He, he hits him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit, right oh, does it his... hit him? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets blasted in the gut. It, it hits him, but then he attacks Rocco, and the brother's are like, no, 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 we're not going to help him. Rocco needs, if he wants to be part of this crew, he's got to fucking do it himself. <laughs> got to earn it. And Until he, he rolls him a cue ball. Yeah. Like Rocco's just yeah. getting his ass handed to him. And then, yeah, uh, Murphy rolls him a, a cue ball, like a just a white cue ball. And he picks up, and Rocco just starts beating <clears throat> this dude to death with the cue ball. Bludgeons him with that shit. Uh, and then the story continues on a little bit. So Rocco gets divine help as well. Yeah. They they go outside. <laughs> they're leaving. And then who shows up? The Duke. The Duke. And uh, he opens up his vest. He's got six guns in his vest. And there's just this fucking... It's the, He's the man in black. It's this. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a firefight! So that's where that comes from. Which is an iconic scene. Everybody, Everybody's pricing memes or clips yeah. of this. I think it was sampled in like some, some band's music somewhere before. Yeah, and, and uh, in this scene, you can actually visibly see uh, Willem Dafoe wearing earplugs. Oh, uh, really? Because of all the... Because he's even shooting a gun at squibs. one point. Yeah, it's so dramatic. He's, yeah. he's, uh, Rocco's, Rocco's finger gets blown off. Uh, Connor gets hit. Uh, right. Everybody basically gets shot at least yeah. once, <clears throat> except for the Duke. Duke doesn't get hit yeah. once. No, and he's standing in the street in Just front of a car. In front of a car. The car behind him is, like, being destroyed. Yeah. It's being destroyed. He's a ghost. And nobody hits anything. And Willem Dafoe is physically exhausted by just reliving this Yeah, he uh, looks disheveled. Scene, right? Right? Like yeah. Conducting, like, a an orchestra. Choir. Yeah. Yep. It's the orchestra beautiful. of the event. Yeah. It's really great, and that's, that's where those... The flash forwards and the flashbacks like merge one. together. Yeah, so you see him yes. telling it, and uh, and it's funny because Duffy, the the you know, because Willem Dafoe's like there must have been six people, and Duffy's like, what if it was one guy with six nah. guns? Greenly, Greenly, yeah, Greenly says something stupid, but it turns but out it to says be true. correct. Yeah, yeah. And he's <laughs> what if like, it was one guy with six guns? And he's like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> like you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Schmecker loses his marbles. Rocco loses a the finger. finger. Yeah, he finds the finger. Yeah, he finds a finger. And yeah. runs the prince and realizes that it's Rocco. And he's yeah. like, and he's then like, oh, he, shit. he puts, he came to visit he puts everything together. And he yeah. realizes that it's that it's the brothers. It's Rocco. Right. Uh, he goes to a gay bar. I love that. He's like, pour me another drink. And, you know, he's all yeah. super rude. Yeah. Um, the uh, brothers go to a church. It's Sunday. 
no, no right? right after that, they go back to their apartment. Oh, they start, yeah. all their wounds with, with an iron. With the iron that Rocco took from the apartment. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Because yes. he was in the friends. Nice, nice notice. Yeah. Foreshadow. Because no. the, the first thing wow. you see him when he goes crazy, he grabs the iron and throws That's it in a bag. fucking iron. That's right. He had some foresight there. Yeah. Holy shit. So, yeah, they're cauterizing. It's all kind of... So, Rocco's kind of like Q. Through this whole thing, kind of. Like, like a James Bond like James cue? Bond? James Bond Just cue, yeah. stupider, I guess. He's like the one who kind of... I the guy with the weapon, weapons locker was more like a cue. Uh, I suppose. I he kind of sticks with maybe him. Maybe he's though. more like he's a... like a bumbling... Maybe he's like a Bosley kick. from like Charlie's Angels type of thing. It's like his... Uh, uh, I don't know. He's just... Anyway, he's always there to help. He's the funny man. Yeah. He's the comic relief of the group. I don't know why it just made me think... Uh, remember uh, Batfink? That animated show? Batfink. It was like a... That. Mm-mm. Or was it Ratfink or Bat? I think it was Batfink. It was this <laughs> 1960s uh, uh, animated show, like kind of like Rocky and Bullwinkle, but it was it was Batfink and his his assistant. Thought you were talking about like Secret Squirrel or something no, like that. No, no. His his sidekicks was this like really bad Asian stereotype guy named Karate. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Karate! The- Come on, Karate! <laughs> The brothers go to church. Rocco's like, seriously, this early morning church shit's got to stop. And they're like, yeah, it's mass. We have to go. So they go to mass. Uh, Rocco's just sitting outside. He's having a cigarette. And he sees uh, Willem Dafoe. Smecker. He stumbles up from out of the the bar, drunk as shit. And he stumbles into Uh the same church. church. And Rocco's like, oh, this is my time. Because they told Rocco to leave him alone. Like, he's a good person. We only hurt bad people. So he goes. uh, He gets in a confessional. Yeah, he goes in a confessional. And then Rocco grabs the priest. He's like, get in here. Yeah. And but Connor is in the next booth, reaches through and puts a, points pulls, a gun at pulls, his head. Pulls his whole body through, pretty much. His head, yeah. So there's he's, like... Because Con- he's got his head... Because he's got a gun pointed at a priest. And yeah. He, he took so Connor's got a gun pointed at Rocco. Rocco's got a gun pointed at the priest. And Smecker is in the Over there talking the about booth. how I should have got that clip. But yeah. Would have been a good one, Josh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, he pretty much says, he's like, you know, he's like, I put bad people away. But he, he pretty much comes to a conclusion that yeah. that he's on the brother's side. He, like, yeah, he and he's like, I something. should help these young men. And he even says... Uh, they wouldn't hurt. I don't think they'd hurt anybody, anybody, anything. He's like, except for the Italian guy, he might hurt oh, yeah, someone. No, he's kind of well, dumb. Yeah, the priest. The <laughs> yeah. priest asks. He's like, would they hurt any innocent people? He's like, no, no, no. no but he says the Rocco. The, the, he's like the Italian guy. Yeah, I don't kind know. Of he's kind of an idiot. <laughs> uh, so he decides he's gonna go help him, which is like, I think not entirely what the priest was aiming for. Yeah. So when they leave, um, they end up calling. Uh, they they find out that uh, that Rocco knows where uh, Papa Joe is gonna be. Like, he knows, yeah. like, where Papa Joe is, they're going to go kill him. So they call Smecker and go, hey, you know, you're on our side. We kind of know this. And Smecker's like, yeah, okay, you're going to do this. Great. Awesome. And then uh, Smecker realizes that, because Smecker goes to the old Don. Yeah, he talks to that. And did you notice in this scene he was fucking precise, precise as hell tossing urinal cakes? Oh, yeah. He's like, boop, throwing one over the center island where the sinks are and nailing and the just, urinal just, on the just, other just, side. Yeah, Fresh just cakes. a blind guy's been doing it forever. <laughs> Fresh cakes. And we find out that, <laughs> that Papa Joe at his house is pretty much stocked up. Like, yeah. he's got everybody yeah. there. See, and the movie moved kind of fast for me does. right here because I was it, like, how did they get them captured so soon? Was that a flash forward? They well, no, they they knew because th- I think they were thinking that the that the Duke was going to come after him. Okay. Okay, and then <clears throat> they broke. So Papa Joe... Basically, the brothers and Rocco try to break into the basement, and they caught him because they didn't know that Papa Joe was going to have a bunch of reinforcements. Right. So they catch him. Uh, Papa Joe gets a gun, 
pretty much opens the door, walks right up to Rocco, right, and just puts one in him right in the chest. Yeah. He falls over. Rocco says, you know, his final words, which are pretty much like, get him, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, don't stop what don't you're doing. Don't stop what you're doing, and he fucking dies. Uh, Papa Joe, he leaves. He goes upstairs. He's blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm yeah. going to get out of here before the Duke shows up. Uh, right. And... Uh, the the brothers so did he break so they're trying to get out of their chairs because they're handcuffed I think he behind broke his yeah Connor thumb? breaks like Murphy's thumb because he's so kicking he it so slip he can out slip out the, yeah and then he knifes a dude in the back I think he knifes him with the fucking cuff was it the cuff I yeah. thought he found a knife or Ma- something uh, he hit him with something I think he was they were cutting him up with the uh, the handcuff okay yeah um, they stabbed him and in all the, the while uh, Willem Dafoe's character shows up this in is the drag. best yeah, yeah he shows up in drag which is not very convincing drag <laughs> no it isn't but dude dude gets a chubby for her right away yeah so yeah, Papa Joe leaves and then like you know rings the doorbell and one of the henchmen shows up and he's, he's like, like oh my god oh my god this, yeah we send us the best primo box yeah primo <laughs> box. <laughs> Uh, and then Willem Dafoe starts making out with the guy, you know? Yeah. Like, what is that guy's career? I don't, okay. Like, 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 the henchman? Like, if he's like, what movie are you in? It's like, oh, I've only been in one. What was it? Oh, uh, Boondock Saints. I'm the one who, who, who made, made out, out with, Willem, with Willem, Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Greatest highlight of my career. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Why not? It's Willem Dafoe. It's Willem but Dafoe, again, man, back amazing. to uh, when Miramax was considering Stallone for this role. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That? No. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing big boy? That would not yeah. work. I won't suck your cock. Uh, yeah, I wonder boy. how much of this was, like, yeah. defo- Is that my is that shit? You? Fuck out of here. Fail. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> 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 yeah, so, uh, it's weird. I think Kenneth Branagh was also, uh, like, shopped around see, for that. Yeah, Branagh would, could do it. But Willem Dafoe, uh, just, he has that... that that crazy demeanor to yeah. him. I always thought he would make a great Joker. Yeah, too. I even said that yeah. while watching. I was yeah. like, Joker. Uh, they, they go in. Uh, well, she gets invited in. She goes, yeah. he, I say she. she. Hey, Def- yeah. she. <laughs> don't misgender. Willem Dafoe goes in the bathroom and he like lays down. He's like, come on, baby. He's like, oh, yeah, you ready for his a wig slip? Yeah, his wig slips. And the guy's like, what the fuck? So he kicks him in the That's balls. what gives him away as a, a <laughs> not a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not, oh, damn. Not the five o'clock shadow <laughs> yeah. with Adam's Those apple. deep lines <laughs> in his face. You yeah, know, I'm like, <laughs> none of the cracks. She, yeah. she kisses the guy, and he's got like five o'clock shadow. Like, yeah. no, you do not feel the scruff McGruff? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, even if you're shaving, there's still some stubble. Yeah. Anyway, so the guy's ready to pound he's got a town. Gruff chin there, huh? And uh, he, <laughs> Willem Dafoe shoots him. Uh, then he goes in, and the other guy's like, oh, baby, you looking for sloppy seconds? He wow. fucking shoots the other dude. Chappie. That guy, uh, is the, I think his name is Mark Chapman. He, he's pretty much always typecast as, as that kind of like that mobster guy? henchman. Right he on. was in, um, he's a good actor, too. He was in Mystic River. I love oh, Mystic yeah. River. He's yeah, yeah, one yeah. of Sean Penn's, oh, like, two dudes, shit, the two yeah. brothers that are always, like, you know, get in the car. That fucking guy. Yeah. yeah. When, Mystic uh, River's a great movie. It's a uh, didn't Clint Eastwood direct that? Clint Eastwood, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Uh, he shoots the, uh, Willem Dafoe shoots the other guy, and then he realizes that there's a dude on a chair with his his neck slit yeah. open, and the Duke knocks out Willem Dafoe because right. he thinks that he's that it's a lady, right? So no women, no kids. Oh, right. yeah, See, no women, no kids. True. So it, like, that it saves so his he, life. Yeah, holy yeah. shit! I didn't pick that up. That either. was like the first time I ever picked it up. I was like, nice. oh, that's why he knocks him out because it looks like a woman, and he's like, I don't kill women or children. So he knocks her out because all he saw was the back of the head. Son of a bitch. Uh, knocks him out. You're picking up more on this one than I do. <laughs> a warrior with morals. Yeah, knocks him out. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Um, and then the 
the brothers are about to execute another dude, and they're saying there's oh they're 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 saying there's oh no they're saying the story to Rocco on the chair right. Uh, they are saying the prayer. They're saying the prayer to yeah, Rocco to so like let prayer. him go, and then the Duke they, hears it. the The Duke walks in and they hear a, a gun click, and they turn around. No, with, he, he starts to finish the prayer, and well, they're like, "Oh shit!" Well, no, he. The reason they turn around is because he, he clicks. He clicks. Yeah, he, he yeah. clicks his gun, and they turn oh, okay. around, and then he starts finishing the prayer. And we realize because earlier Rocco wanted to learn the prayer, and he's yeah. like, "No, this is a family prayer from my father to his father's father right. to his father's father." So it's only like a family prayer. Yeah. He's like, "That's it's our like, shit." And this then we, is our shit. Yeah. And then we finally yeah. realize the, the <laughs> Duke. Right. The Duke is their their papa bear. Yeah, it's their dad. It's their yeah. da. Da. Yeah. The original saint. Wait. Ooh. And OG uh, saint. And then it jumps to three months later. <clears throat> I love three it. Three months later. Yeah, because Yakaveta is on trial now. That's Papa Joe. And, uh, yeah. And uh, so Smecker is allowing the boys and the Duke in to do their thing. So you see them slipping in. They cause the entire building to get uh, evacuated because of the uh, yep. I have uh, a fire I, alarm. I have a clip. <clears throat> and they bust into the courtroom. They so. bust into the courtroom. And this is kind of a long clip. And here it is. You people have been chosen to reveal our existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today, and you will tell of it later. All eyes to the front. Now's a good time to fucking Shut your fucking mouth! Into true corruption, into our domain. But if you do, one day you will look behind you and you will see we three. And on that day, you will reap it. And we will send you to whatever God you wish. And shepherds we shall be, for thee, my Lord, for thee. Power hath descended forth from thy hand. swiftly carry out thy command. So we shall flow river forth to thee, and teeming with souls shall it ever be. In nomine patri. It feely. Spirit of Sante. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's oh, that was... they are <laughs> they are defenders of the corrupt. Yeah. Defenders of the corrupt? Defenders of the corrupt. They're the ones when you cross over the line, they're the ones there that are waiting for well, that's you. The, well, that's why they're hand say it's truth and justice, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah truth and justice in yeah, Latin. Justice. Yeah. Yeah. Why would they be the defenders of the corrupt? Are they not the, because the killers it's, of them? It's the same thing. Ooh. Is it all just perspective? It's all the same. <laughs> so when you cross over that line, now they're, they're, they know that they're corrupt too. They're murdering people. Oh, they true. fully oh, recognize right. what it is that they're doing, yeah. but they're doing it to protect you. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> After this, uh, the God for them, they kind of yeah. You have <laughs> literally, <laughs> you have the brothers and uh, the Duke. They're sitting down. They're like, so "What do we good. do now?" It's like we keep doing what we're doing, type of stuff. And then it, <clears throat> at the very end, during the credits, it's uh, throughout the movie. There's like a news anchor, and the news anchor is now interviewing people around town of what they think about the Saints. Right. And people are saying, you know, oh, it's gonna be like Superman, Spider Man, people's posters, and then next to it, it's gonna be the fucking Saints. Yeah. And there's like people saying, oh, they're bad, they're good, et cetera, et cetera. So it, it kind of yeah. makes everybody's it, giving their hot take. Their hot take, yeah. and that's pretty much the end of the Some movie. People, uh, are, yeah, that's that's the it rolls over the the credits roll over all those interviews. Yeah. And. Um, yeah. And the director's band is playing us out. That's right. Burr, yeah. burr, 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 burr. <laughs> and they are now called the Boondock the Saints, Boondock which is Saints. fucking on the nose. I don't know why they just could have kept it as what it was. They were called the Brood. Well, I think, uh, well, I think after the... Jesus, me. man. Whatever, man. It's <laughs> like, tell another part of the story, right? Be the band or whatever, right? I don't, suppose, don't yeah. The, I guess there's a lot of... Like noise out there about not just in the documentary about how Troy Duffy has like just this overinflated ego. Okay, and he, he's difficult to work with. Like he, he I was got too wondering much money too fast. I the guess. the documentary that they did called Overnight. Yeah, right. So that just kind of references like this <clears throat> rise and just lift your mic up a little. There you go. Thank you. It keeps dropping. I'm good. Um, go on. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Continue. Yeah. No, I thought the overnight kind of referenced that. A little yeah. bit of, um, his, but his it, is it not? Uh, did he not have the same struggles with like on? Well, I believe he's only worked on three movies. I think two. Yeah, movies, I don't maybe. know this one and and the sequel. Yeah, and, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's only he's only made two movies. It's this yeah. and the sequel. That's <clears> it. He's got like projects that are in the works right now, but uh, how long have they I, been in the works? All uh, producers have projects. That are in the works. <laughs> well, uh, not very long for some of these, but I guess back as late as uh, fifteen. There was, I guess, was the last time there was any rumblings or rumors about another about a part three. Right. So I don't know, but this movie is like one of those movies that I saw, you know, only if, after like it got a big home video release. I was always like some fucking nerds who. I think I may have saw this in my <clears throat> probably eighth grade year, so it was probably two thousand and two, two thousand three was the first time I probably saw this film. I was uh, I was definitely like in high school or around. Well, you're a little older than me, like a year. I had just started performing magic full time when this came out. Yeah, I was like, I remember seeing the Matrix that year, and I remember yeah. seeing that the Boondock <clears throat> Saints, and both of them having like uh, the Matrix <laughs> more so, but the Boondock Saints having just this impact on me because I was a Catholic kid and like, seeing all that imagery. Oh and stuff yeah, in but movies and stuff. Cas- cool. Catholicism is cool. Catholicism <laughs> is cool if you look at it as a mythology. You got not some, as your, you got some <laughs> trivia there for us? Yeah, I mean, I've covered quite a bit. Um, I was going to say this also was one of those movies that I had a fandom. or It became like the new poster in the dorm room fucking 
like it's it's one of those movies that like uh had some kind of like social like status symbol for dudes who think they're fucking Irish or whatever like American dudes you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, this was wow. definitely like when Rocky, like when Rocky came out. No, yeah. oh yeah, man, I'm fucking, fucking Rocky. Yeah, like, this movie definitely. Yeah, and so I that. always kind of was celebrates by, Boston. Yeah, by these kinds of dudes, but like I don't know, it's not, it's, it's, it's an okay movie. It's not great. I just think it's, it's one of those overblown, like overrated movies, but also still very good. It's I, fine. I, I think when I first saw it, I really liked it. Now I think it's considered overblown. Yeah. Like now, like today, two, 2020. I think it's fine, but I think it's like over celebrated. Well, you you want to duck it? Uh, I I want I I'm gonna give it two ducks. Two. All yeah. right, Jay. We do a, a duck score out of five. <clears throat> what would you rate this? Five being the best, zero being the shittiest. I would give this a solid mm, three and a half, four. Three and a half, four. I'm going four ducks on it. Um, I know okay. that our our critic Voy Pronto. Uh, yeah. He didn't. He he said he didn't want to leave a review for this because he says five he said ducks, perfect. perfect film. Okay. So that's why he didn't want to leave right. a review for it. But I'm gonna go four just because one I haven't seen it in a while, and two it's it's a fun movie to yeah, me. It's, it's a it's fun, yeah. It, it it like when, when you go through it, it's not as dark as like we may yeah. it may seem. It is. It's kind of lighthearted on occasion, especially with Rocco. Yeah. <clears throat> Will, I think I give it four because of Willem Dafoe. If yeah, Willem yeah. Dafoe was not in this movie doing the character that he does, it would have been a shit film. Yeah. I think Willem Dafoe really carried this movie a lot. The he is the through line. He's yeah, the through yeah. line. Yeah, he holds it together. Like, he the, shapes the arcs. It's, yeah, it's no, weird that because they do the narration sure. from uh, Billy Connolly does like all that Irish kind of narration of the. Jesus and all that. Stuff. I love yeah. how it's him in the beginning. Yeah, and then it's him at the end, mm. like crossing over. Like, there's a there's a lot of foreshadowing. That's why I think the film is actually much better than what a lot of people think that it is. Because yeah. they just get caught up in the two brothers and the guns, and they don't see that there's a lot of other stuff that's being said. Oh yeah, through the characters and like these overlays of the imagery and the and the phrases that are coming out of mm. these other. Yeah, the guy pulled together some really interesting things to tell a cool story about angels or saints on earth. Yeah. That's super cool. Angels of death. Yeah. <laughs> and again, Defenders we- of the corrupt. I love <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch this movie, it's free. It's free on Tubi, which is one of those really crappy yeah. apps. Yeah. Um, I watched it on Vudu. Uh, it was free, so there's yeah. there's ads. Uh, I, I don't watch stuff on those... Tubi because Tubi has way too many ads. It's like yeah, every do. fucking two minutes is an ad. I watched yeah. it through Tubi. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't bad. Voodoo it's... wasn't bad. Yeah, so Voodoo wasn't bad. Yeah. It gives me time to take notes. That's why I'm like, oh, yeah. commercial. Yeah, Let's check it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's on IMDb. I think IMDb, Voodoo, and, and Tubi like all sh- pretty much say the same library. Some of them have other. Was things. it on IMDb? I it's didn't on see all it. of those. Oh, it's on all of those. Okay. So watch it. I mean, if and if you feel like you watch the second one, we're not going to cover the second one because. I, See I, what the buzz is all about. Basuda. Maybe maybe we'll do it next year. Yeah, maybe next year. You know, we to need to yeah. follow up. Um, yeah. I think our next film, uh, because it'll be in April, because of this whole pandemic bullshit that we're all dealing with. Yeah. I mean, I say I say bullshit just because I'm out of work and it's it's affecting us. That's why the only reason yeah. I say bullshit. Um, we're gonna do uh, Bubble <laughs> Boy actually. Uh, which yeah. is a a really uh, my wife suggested it and I was like that's that's pretty good um, because it's a bad Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yeah, it is I haven't pretty seen bad. it in, wa- in a All long time. On account of that poontang. Yeah, it's uh, it, the movie's pretty much a playoff of uh, the uh, the boy in the plastic bubble, which was originally with John Travolta. But we're gonna do the the bubble uh, boy. No, with I'm Jake sorry, Gyllenhaal. it's the Moops. Oh, I was like, what? It's oh, a yeah. Seinfeld reference, yeah. the Bubble Boys. 
Um, it's other, the Moors. Do we have anything else? Yeah, man, I, I got a. Uh, I got another thing about the limited release. Uh, it, it's one thing that he lost his deal with Miramax, which mm-hmm. was a big, you know, him stepping on his own dick essentially. <clears throat> but franchise picked up. Uh, the rights to the movie and put it out. Yeah, that was the, oh, it was funny make, though that came up like franchise productions yeah. and it's just like a fucking building. I'm like, <laughs> they okay. actually had to go, they had to sue franchise in order to make any money off of it. He and the crew didn't make it because they didn't get any royalties from it for some reason. They just didn't get paid. Oh, like Troy Duffy they, didn't yeah, get anything? Yeah, because they were, oh, like, basically shit. signed like a bad contract or mm. something so they like didn't have the good lawyers. Took him to task, and they, they settled out of court, so he got money and the rights back, and that's the only reason he, he could, could do the he could make wow. the second one. But then he just couldn't get the finance. So I get it for, for I guess for a while, yeah. because he was you know showing his ass and flexing his nuts too much for somebody the who se- didn't have any power yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, yet. the second one came out ten when, years and, after this. And when you've had problems yeah. with one production house, other production houses don't <clears throat> yeah. necessarily want to talk yeah, to this, you. It's, it's, Hollywood is Hollywood might the, be. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> and by the way, its limited release was also due to the fact that it was it happened right after the Columbine massacre. Oh, and this movie okay. had some very very close oh. images to two men Shoot, yeah. shooting people in black coats. Yeah, because it, it was only released uh, in five, five theaters. Five, That's yeah. what I was reading. I was like, five theaters. It actually came out in January of 2000. Today, well. uh, This week has been a really bad week for movies uh, yeah. because the box office is at zero dollars. Holy The first shit. time ever that, that the United like, States box office has hit zero dollars. And there's movies out there I really wanted to see, too. I want to see Invisible uh, Man, but di- I got to uh, pay 20 bucks if you want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know that Disney's, like, releasing some stuff. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman, they... they oh, they pushed like, that back? They, yeah, they're, they're not releasing they it. They're, like, they, they're just, yeah, they're holding it. They're going to hold yeah. it until all this stuff blows over because they don't want to lose the money, you know? So I have a feeling that it's going to be a, a weird time for films. <clears throat> and yeah, it's a weird time for everybody, and we're, we're glad that you're listening to us. And, yeah. and we yeah. hope we're bringing a little joy to your day. Everybody who's Thanks for having me on. This yeah. was oh, fun. Thank you, Jay. I'm glad you yeah, enjoyed man. it. This is the first time you really got to do this. Yeah, this was it's a It's fun, right? Yeah, it's really We always cool. have a good time. Well, uh, don't forget yeah. to uh, check us out online. We're on uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Duck and Yesher. We also have a social media element to that. And we want to thank our sponsors, the good people over at the Copper Fox Tattoo Company and West 192 in Kissimmee. Yeah, definitely uh, share the love there whenever this blows over. Go get yourself a tattoo. Yeah, they're, uh, yes. they're, they're an essential service. But, um, I think I might go get one after all this is done. I'm definitely yeah. getting one after all of this. All right. <laughs> all three of us will go in. We'll all film right, it. We'll get a post-COVID tat. Yeah. We'll go see Beryl and, and everybody over at... Uh, uh, Actually, I feel like Papa getting, a, I feel, I feel like getting a tattoo out. would be the most sanitary thing in the world right now. Potentially. Yeah, they're, they're very... Sterile yeah. Well, my, name's, a, my yeah. name's been Josh. Uh, I'm Fish. And then we have Mr. I was Jay. Mr. Oh, Jay. Check this out. I also learned a few things recently. Ooh. Before we sign off, there's, there's yeah. a couple of things I learned in my isolation. Uh, villains in movies can't hold iPhones. What? I've Bad heard this too, yeah. allowed to use They're Apple allowed. products. Yep. Villains aren't? Yeah. Is that like yeah. an Apple fucking clause? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They can't. They got to use some other yes. like prop. They can't use Apple, Apple is the good guy. guy. Good. You know what? I want all of them holding androids because I like villains more than heroes. And uh, I also learned. I think somebody may have discovered what the why the the baked snack Trisket is called a Trisket, and it's not because the T R I refers to anything of a of a three part. Uh, that doesn't mean try. It's uh, it's because they were baked in their old ads from like back in the day. They were baked with electricity. So it's electricity biscuits, triscuits. Weird. That's 
That's yeah. great. It was mind blowing. The shit you find out when you got nothing better to Dude, do. Dude, right? I know. <laughs> and and also, I learned the name for something for which I've been a fan for about twenty five years and didn't know there was a name for it. Mm. So a lot of those uh, Japanese shows that uh, Haim Saban would take and turn into American shows like this, the the fucking. Super Sentai and the making of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And you on had you. big bad Beetleborgs and you had VR Troopers. Yeah, like Transformers, stuff like that. We took all uh, that stuff. Well, not exactly Transformers, but anything that was like the Japanese superhero, like the full body costumes with the really big, you know, monsters that, that fight in gotcha, cities and gotcha. shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. They're called Tokusatsu. 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 Tokusatsu is a specific kind of like Japanese superhero type, type of television show. And then there's American Tokusatsu, which is Power Rangers. Beetleborgs, VR Troopers, uh, you know, all of those, re- those Power Rangers, like, knockoffs and or clones. What? It's referred to as tokusatsu, and I just learned that. So That's super yeah. cool. All right. I, now I have been the fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, we thank all of you for coming out. Don't forget, uh, wait for, for coming s- out. Coming out? <laughs> yeah. <the> living room. <laughs> yeah. Go outside. That's what we're doing. Don't so, go outside. Don't go outside. No, I mean, don't. if you got a back porch. Oh That's yeah, I mean. I'm not go outside and keep a distance from. Yeah, folks. I'm saying yeah. enjoy the weather, guys. Don't stay inside yeah. and be cooped up. Don't go stir crazy. Get Listen to us. Talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're more than happy to have a good discussion with you guys. Yeah, uh, I, we hope to see you in the next couple of weeks. We're Bubble Boy, and I'll be posting where you can watch that. Uh, be safe and watch a movie. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.